Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Remember thy congregation, which thou hast possessed from the beginning. Let us pray. O God, who just instruct the hearts of the faithful, the light of the Holy Spirit, grant by the same Spirit that we be truly wise and ever rejoice in his consolation through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lady, seat of wisdom, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. St. Philip Neri, pray for us. St. Francis de Sales, pray for us. Blessed Juvenal, pray for us. Blessed Anthony, pray for us. Blessed Salvio, pray for us. St. John Henry, pray for us. St. John of God, pray for us. St. Jean de Brebeuf, pray for us. St. John of the Cross, pray for us. St. John the Baptist, pray for us. St. Luke, pray for us. St. Mark She, pray for us. St. Andrew Kim, pray for us. St. Andre Bisset, pray for us. St. Martin de Porres, pray for us. St. Peter Claver, pray for us. St. Maximilian Colby, pray for us. St. Lorenzo Ruiz, pray for us. St. Francis of Assisi, pray for us. St. Norbert, pray for us. St. Benedict, pray for us. St. Antoninus, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. St. Catherine of Siena, pray for us. St. Teresa of Avila, pray for us. St. Marie of the Incarnation, pray for us. St. Kateri, pray for us. St. Bikita, pray for us. St. Alfonso, pray for us. St. Teresa of Calcutta, pray for us. St. Therese of Lisieux, pray for us. St. Edith Stein, pray for us. St. Marguerite Bourgeois, pray for us. Blessed Catherine of St. Augustine, pray for us. St. Agnes, pray for us. St. Dina, pray for us. All you angels and saints, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The Practice of the Presence of God by Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. Eulogy by Father Joseph de Beaufort, sections 11 to 16. These initial impulses of grace, however, did not entirely achieve their effect. He often relived the perils of his military service, the vanity and corruption of the times, the instability of other people, the treason of an enemy, and the infidelity of his friends. It was only after intense reflection inner struggles, sighs, and tears, that overcome by the power of eternal truths, he firmly resolved to devote himself to the practice of the gospel and to follow in the footsteps of his uncle, a holy, discalced Carmelite, who helped him see that the air of the world is contagious, and that if it doesn't kill those who breathe it, at the very least it impairs them and corrupts them who follow its ways. The wise counsel of this enlightened director opened the way of perfection to Hermann, and the fine dispositions of his own soul likewise contributed greatly. His good sense, his prudence, evident on his face, soon lifted all the obstacles that the world and the devil ordinary place before those who desire to change their lives. The prudent assurance, natural to him, that motivated him so completely, lifted him up miraculously, and in a moment's time, 
he was changed into a new man by meditating on his baptismal promises, on the disorder of his youth, on the mysteries of our Christian faith, and especially on the passion of Jesus Christ, which he could never think about without being deeply moved. For the humility of the cross seemed more beautiful to him than all the glory of the world. Thus inflamed with divine fervor, he sought God, according to the apostles' counsel, in simplicity and sincerity of heart. His only thoughts were for solitude, so that he could weep for his sins. Given his mature age, he could no longer be accused of being impetuous. And so he seriously considered withdrawing from the world. The opportunity for it appeared favorable to him, as I will explain. A gentleman, well off by this world's standards, but nonetheless dissatisfied with himself, and always uneasy in the midst of his wealth, became convinced that God alone could satisfy the depths of his desires. Because he preferred evangelical poverty to all the world's treasures, he ran off to a hermitage to taste how sweet the Lord is to those who seek him in truth. Our Herman likewise took advantage of so blessed an opportunity. His soul, now tired of the unhappy life he was leading, began to desire rest. Accompanied by a, such a faithful guide, nothing hindered him from withdrawing to the desert, where the Christian zeal that motivated him dissipated his fears, and he was able to cling to God more than ever. Although the eremitical life is excellent for the advanced and the perfect, it is not ordinarily the best way for beginners. Our new solitary realized this clearly as he saw joy, sadness, peace, disturbance, fervor, distraction, trust, and despondency reign one after the other in his heart. And he therefore began to doubt the validity of his way. He decided to enter a community, to embrace a way of life whose rule, founded as it was, not on the shifting sands of passing devotion, but on the sturdy rock of Jesus Christ, the foundation of all religious life, would strengthen him against the instability of his conduct. Frightened, nonetheless, by the prospect of a perpetual struggle, and perhaps tempted by the devil, he could not commit himself. Each day he was less resolved, until once again he listened to the voice of God who called him with such tenderness. He went to Paris, where he asked for the religious habit and was received among the brothers of the Order of Discalced Carmelites. He was given the name Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. St. Philip Neri. Apostle of Rome, mirror of the divine life, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why did Herman get a new name when he became a Carmelite? Why was he suddenly now called Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection? Well, in this religious life, this life of public vows of poverty, perpetual chastity, and obedience, one is dedicating oneself to fulfilling one's baptismal promises in a more direct way. The religious life is a deeper consecration that vows not to own anything. Why? Because money is the source of all evil, St. James says. That is, money is the source of every kind of evil. With money, we can do so many things, and money promises us so many things, and it's so easy to be caught up with money, and so the religious says, okay, I'm going to take away that temptation, that obstacle to charity, and I'll make a vow of, a, of a poverty. From the very beginning, I won't own anything. And he also makes a vow of chastity. Why? Once again, there are so many difficulties in trying to find the balance with romantic love, with human sexuality. It's so easy to be led astray, to get things off. So easily to commit a serious sin. And so the religious says, you know what? The Lord said, he who should accept celibacy should accept it. That nothing is impossible with God. And I'm going to try to follow the Lord more safely by renouncing all at once all use of my sexuality. Okay. And why obedience? Well, because self-love Self-will is the cause of all sins, the root of all sins. If you want to be my disciple, Jesus said, deny yourself. Deny yourself. Well, what if I were to all at once renounce my own will in favor of following the will of my superiors? Wouldn't that remove a lot of obstacles to growing perfect in love? Well, this is what the religious do. And then they find that a community life of brothers or sisters all striving for the same thing is incredibly helpful in keeping us seeking the Lord. This is the main thing. The goal is not poverty, chastity, obedience. The main goal is following Jesus. The main goal is finding Jesus and through him the Father. The main goal is to love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul. But insofar as there are difficulties, the religious life is a way of perfection because it takes those who are very weak and it tries to provide them with means of seeking perfection, of taking away things that would keep them from being perfect. And Brother Lawrence discovered that this was his path. But of course, he didn't find it right away. 
he made mistakes along the way. Or at least he took different steps until he found it. He wanted to first be a hermit, go live by himself. But he realized he didn't have the grace to do that. And so he became a lowly lay brother working in a Carmelite monastery. God takes the weak and makes them strong. Now, St. Philip Neri never took those vows of religious, but he wanted people to seek the perfection of religious without the vows. And so all of us are called, even if we don't make these vows, to try to live the spirit of poverty. That is, to try to use our money in such a way for good things. To be willing to give all we have to the Lord if he asks us for it. And in fact, to give it to him now. Not directly, but in desire. And the spirit of chastity. That is, to really listen to the Lord. And to follow his will. And to make use of our sexuality at the right time in the right way for his glory and for the good of others. And then to have obedience. This spirit of obedience, this desire to do the will of another as it's manifest. The vowed way of those is meant to be a kind of shortcut. But it's not for everyone. Because the Lord doesn't want us all to follow that path. He needs people in the world. He needs people doing other things. And he'll give you the grace to use money well, to use sexuality well, to use your freedom well, if you ask him for it. But it's true that in the world there's so many distractions. And that's why we need a community even amongst ourselves. We need each other to encourage each other. We need each other to set good examples for each other. We need each other to pray for and with each other. Let us encourage one another while it's still today. Sanctity, holiness is for every single person. There's a universal call to holiness. You don't have to be a religious to become a saint. But if you do have that calling, like Brother Lawrence, one of the greatest graces that the Blessed Virgin Mary can obtain for those who are devoted to her, St. Philip used to say. Courage. Courage to all of us to follow the path that we have. The path of union with Christ. The path of following the crucified Christ. If we take nothing else from this chapter, let us keep our eyes on the passion of Jesus Christ. Let's think about him and what he did for us and then ask ourselves, what can we do for him? In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen.